Without any further ado, it's time to uh, welcome in uh, Trav Noonan, who uh, is previewing the program with me for Stall. Trav, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Brennan, and good morning to all the RSN listeners. Looking forward to the Stall Cup Day, um, a meeting sort of close to me. We grew, grew up a fair bit of my childhood in Stall. Uh, Dad trained across the road, and uh, yeah, very important day for all the local trainers for sure. Heavy eight is the track condition. Uh, there's uh, been a fair few scratchings throughout the card, Trav. Yeah, there has, which is a little bit disappointing. Hopefully the track, though, uh, sort of dries out throughout the meeting. Um, it's still very competitive cup field, so I think they'd be pretty happy with that. First event is a maiden over 1,300 metres. Five and 13 uh, come out here. Frosty Lane is the favourite for Dean Yendel and Andrew Bobbin. 225. LeJoke at five. St. Pat's Day, six. Harshi, six, eight dollars. Luna Links and rewarding Artie, 11. Yeah, I thought LeJoke here was a good chance for Matt Smurd and liked his first up run at Donald behind Gus Mow where he got back there and didn't have a lot of luck uh, in the straight. Was sort of held up from the 75 metres. Um, to the post and was beaten two lengths and the margins probably yeah, a bit greater than what it maybe should have been. He jumped out really well leading into this preparation. You go back sort of to last prep, he ran second at Mornington over 1,200 metres. I just thought this was a really suitable race for him here with Adam McCabe in the saddle from Barrier 4. Hopefully he can be a bit closer. And I think he's uh, one of the, the key chances here to LeJoke. Uh, first starter here, six rewarding. Artie uh, has jumped out nicely on a couple of occasions, most recent of which at Great Western was pretty good. Uh, Ten Harshi, I thought, hit the line strongly last time at Kilbore. Um, been close up at his past couple, and this is probably easier than what he's been facing. And then went with the three Lunar Links in for that fourth spot. Uh, this horse failed last time when he was a slow away there at Geelong. But runs prior to that at Waterball and Kyneton are definitely good enough to be competitive and draws for a soft run. So went here in the first 2, 6, 10 and 3. 2, 6, 10 and 3 from Trav. Uh, I'm going to go with the favourite here in 9, uh, Frosty Lass. Uh, has a rise in weight, gets Yendall. It was a terrible watch if you're on there at Eden Hope last time out. Just got... Uh, uh, hemmed away back on the inside, never got a look in at any stage and still only managed to be beaten just on two and a quarter lengths. Uh, I think uh, with the senior jockey on, wide draws a bit of a, a disadvantage, but I think she can win here. Frosty Lass and beat number two, LeJoke. Long-time maiden, no luck at Donald, comes through a race where uh, Gus Mowell had been banging down the door to win a maiden and uh, with even luck probably finishes a lot closer to him. Luna Lynx number three, didn't finish it off uh, late there at Geelong but had excuses uh, there and uh, has run well on heavy ground prior first up this preparation at Kyneton and then number 8 St Pat's Day has a placing on wet ground 9, 2, 3 and 8 in race number 1. Second event from stall today is a 3 year old maiden over 1300 metres, scratchings here are 1, 4, 6, 9 10, 11, 12 13 and 15 Tab fixed odds favourite Valenconi 210, Lord Toombury 290, Comb Over Con at $4.60, take the prize 12, Strategic Charge 17, and uh, Tongan Main is a $19 chance here, Trav. Yeah, I thought this is a good competitive maiden here for the, the three-year-olds and happy to be with Comb Over Con on top. I was really taken by his most recent jump out at Mortlake in behind him. There were some 
handy older horses, including Mr. Me uh, and Diagula. Um, and I thought he was really strong the last little bit of that jump out. So happy to be with him on top here, comb over Con. And I thought his racetrack debut back in sort of November at Cassidy was also pretty strong on wet ground. So he's already got that exposure to the wet and he's jumped out quite nicely going in this preparation. You'd think he's probably going to improve his second prep. So two comb over con on top. Three Lord Tunbury goes in, or Turnbury I should say, goes in for second. Uh, this horse's um, sort of performances at the back end of last year were quite good. Uh, he'd run at Hamilton, he was only beaten 1.3 in a reasonable maiden, then went to Waterball and chased home Catering, who's not a bad horse. Um, it's sort of graduated. 64 grade, both jump outs this time in have been solid, gets El Linda Meach from Barrier 2, big ticket stall, uh, then went with Valenconi, the favourite, the 8, just think he might give away a little bit of a start to those top two that I mentioned, but uh, he's going well, the third last time at the lakeside behind Zipporing and Mc McGarten does read quite well for this event, but I think he's a little short given he's probably going to give those uh, two, uh, two and three a bit of a head start. And then five strategic charge goes in for fourth for mine. Um, he was an improved run last time at Avoca. Uh, if he can yeah, position a little bit closer to the speed here, he might be able to run a cheeky race. Two, three, eight, and five. Two, three, eight, and five from Trav. Carbon copy here uh, with Comb Over Con running to Morvada on the boot. Casted on a wet track back in November. Thought the jump out was really good at Mortlake in preparation for the racetrack return. Uh, Lord Turnbury has jumped out nicely at Hamilton, placed in uh, both runs in uh, his first preparation. Eight Valenconi, you would think this is a step back in grade from the uh, competition of last time there at Sandown. And then five strategic charge, 2385 in race number two. Third event on Cup Day at Stall. Uh, scratchings here from this 1,600-metre maiden are 1, 6, 10, 13, 14, 15 and 16. Tab fixed odds favourite here is Vambra Castle at $2.10. Lips don't lie, three sixty. Crackerbell Bell, 5. War Service, 9. Long Worry, 10. Typically brazen, a $19 chance, Travis. Yeah, I went here with Lips Don't Lie, uh, the filly by Zoo Star. She was... Just okay first up at Geelong, but uh, a couple of things just a little bit against her there, and uh, Patrick Maloney post-race said she'd be suited over further. Gets the blinkers on, which is yeah, a sort of big throw for uh, Price Kent Jr. Stable. Her jump out leading uh, into that preparation was quite good, and you go back to her form last prep. She didn't f finish too far behind the likes of Yaka Ishii, at Geelong and also behind Taj Need as time goes by at Soundout. I think if she can bring that form from the spring, uh, $3.60 is a very good price in that race, but you just got to take her on trust on the first up run. But Harry Coffey, Barrier 3, Blinkers on up to the mile. Happy to be with her on top, lips don't lie. Thought the danger's clearly Vanbrugh Castle. Uh, he's getting into short enough odds now, it's sort of nearly even money, but he was pretty good last time at uh, Kiteon up on top, uh, just behind King Samuel there, chasing him home. Uh, his run prior to that at the lakeside was, was reasonable as well, behind Zipporing. He does have a bit of tactical speed, this horse, so he could perhaps lead the race. Thought they were the clear two standouts of the markets, identified that. Then went with the two-long worry. 
Uh, this horse last time was a little bit plain at Donald, but you go back to his best run of his career. It came here at Stall at 1,100 metres where he got back and savaged the line. I think he's looking for the mile now. Um, I think he can improve. And then the four worst war service uh, just had things go right against him last start when posted wide the trip. Run prior to that was quite good and gets the blinkers on and a soft draw. So he can perhaps improve. 13, 3, 2 and 4. 12, 3, 2 and 4 there from Trav. Uh, 3, 12, 5 and 4 for me. I'm pretty keen on Bamber Castle here. Things ready for 1600. Uh, third up uh, off two good runs is preparation. Solid at Kitan last time out on soft ground. Uh, I think uh, the way he got through that suggests that gets a, a third chance on a heavy track can be winning here and beating number 12 lips don't lie close up on wet in the first preparation wasn't great fresh but will be fitter for that uh then we go to uh, five uh, cracker bell i thought was uh, close up uh, on a wet track last preparation at the likes of a and swan hill uh was okay late there at ballarat to suggest that she's ready to dip her toe uh in the water at 1600 meters and then more service for the henry dwyer Camp 3, 12, 5 and 4 in race number 3. Fourth event on the program is a benchmark 70. This race is over 1,100 metres. This one's really been knocked around by scratchings. Withdrawals here 1, 5, 6 and 8, leaving a small field. Zion $1.85. Port Louis at $4.20. Pravro $4.80. Roland Drunk is at $5.50. Reckon you might tip the first four here, Trav. Oh, that, that'd be a good chance, I hope. Uh, Zion, the seven on top here, though, for me. Uh, I thought this is a really good race for him here, Zion, with the small field. I think that suits him. Uh, he's got the best turn of foot here. He has performed well on wet ground in the past, albeit he hasn't run on wet ground with Nick Ryan, but um, back when he was with Mar Eustace, he had some really strong runs on wet ground. And he just comes into this in flying form. I thought his last start effort at uh, Mooney Valley was pretty good, considering he gave our Heidi and its kind of magic a head start. Uh, race sort of dominated by those two up on top of the speed. and uh, He came from the back and I thought ran really well to be beaten three and a half. He drops from the 61 kilos there to 58. This is arguably a weaker race. He just probably stalks the speed here. I think Roland Drunk probably takes the lead and he's just on his back with Port Louis and Pravro sort of deciding who's going to sit outside the lead. So he's going to need a, that gap to comes on, but a dollar eighty in a four-horse field, I think he's probably over the odds uh, for me. Uh, clearly the horse to beat. Uh, Roland Drunk's definitely the danger. This, this guy probably doesn't get enough credit. Uh, he's a very consistent horse. 56 starts, 12 wins. And, you know, 17 minor placings. He's an extremely consistent galloper. Uh, his recent form's all at Mount Gambier, where he's been up on top of the speed and racing really well. Um, his last start in the volcano there at uh, Mount Gambier was very good behind Sherwood TJ. He only has to run up to that performance to run second. Then it's sort of your pick who runs third between Pravro and Port Louis for mine. Pravro's was really good on a Chuk- at Achuca winning the Shadowways uh, sprint there and Port Louis at his best uh, could certainly run well but I think they're a little bit off Zion and roll on drunk here 7-2-3-4
Seven, two, three, and four from uh, Trav. I'm going to go with Pravoro here. He got through the wet really well at Echuca. First uh, uh, second up from a break. Did have 50 kilos on his back on that occasion, but it was 78. Gray gets, comes back to a 70. Rose Hammond takes the three kilos off. think uh, with the wet ground just helps him that little bit now. Pravoro number three for me to beat Roland Drunk. He's, as Trav touched on, he's an ultra-consistent galloper. Claim for Ryan Houston's a big help. Then to Zion, get Yandel, drops two kilos off the run at uh, Mooney Valley. Uh, has to get through the wet ground though and then for Port Louis. Best is more than good enough at beating these but we just need to see him recapture that for the new stable. Three, two, seven and four in race number four. Fifth event from uh, stall today on this uh, nine event program is uh, the first of two benchmark at 64s over the 2700 metres. Four and 13 come out here. Matt Syker at $4. Vivid Red Sky for rating. High for Velocity 8, Brunkle Raider 8, $8, Sedanica, Quiet Escape 8, Cross Hill 11, Trav. Yeah, look, this is a really good race for Vivid Red Sky. You go back two starts ago, he's beaten you know, four lengths by the Adelaide Cup winner, Rebel Racer. Um, sort of beat some good horses there in behind him relative to this grade at the Valley, including Traduce and Sunday Buzz, Minor Legacy, so... I think that form line's definitely the right race. He then went to sound down and he got back and things went sort of against him there. He was a bit too one pace behind Stern Idol. Uh, he's gone and had a hurdle trial since then at Terang to sort of sharpen him up. And I think he's, his best form is certainly good enough. And he's a winner here at Stall, which is a big tick as well at this distance. I think he won on this day last year. So happy to be with him here, the five vivid red sky on top. The stable mate, I think, is a bit of a danger here. Too high ferocity. Um, this is very interesting sort of uh, piece of training by uh, Paul Prusker. This is a horse who hasn't really had much starts past 2,000 metres. He's getting prepared as a jumper uh, this campaign. He's had two recent jumps trials at Terang and also at Warnable and uh, he's looked all right in both of them, and first, he hasn't sort of run since Bendigo late in February at 1,600 metres. I always thought he'd sort of uh, become a nice stayer, and uh, Declan Bates in the saddle for Paul Prusker is so good at getting them to uh, sort of peak with the big gap between runs. I think he'll run a great race. Three Brungle Raider um, is a sort of progressive stayer against a couple of these. He only had 11 starts. Another one who's sort of on trial at the trip. thought his run last time at Mornington was really good behind Figo the Great and Diasonic. Um, if he can run the 2,700 metres on wet ground, he's certainly one of the, the key chances. And nine Matsuka had nothing go right for him last start. Certainly good enough on his best form to be in there. Um, you know, go back two starts ago, he was pretty good at Bendigo behind Country's Light and Festivus. He brings that. He's right in the game. Five, two, three, and nine. Five two three nine from Trav five three eleven and four for mine. Going to go with Vivid Red Sky here. He was disappointing for mine at Sandown, but his run prior at Mooney Valley was good. Has been given a real positive hurdle trial since that uh, run there at Sandown. Expecting him to win here at uh, Stall again. Three Brungle Raider goes in for second. Good grinding effort at Mornington here over 2,000 metres last time out. Stepping up in trips going to help him. 11 Cross Hill is a horse that was just sort of ridden in no man's land in that 3,200 uh, metre race at Warnable uh, back on the Labor Day Monday. Sunday Buzz just got complete control of that. Got back, was never given a chance to get into the race. I think the sting out of the ground really going to suit this uh, Irish chaser. And then number nine, Matt Syker. Solid enough at Bendigo. 
2,400 metres. He, he's been okay behind Country's Light. And just a question whether or not he can tick it up to uh, 27. 5, 3, 11 and 9. My numbers in race number 5. That's our look at the first half of the program. We'll take a quick break on Sunday. Sanjo will be back with the quaddy legs on the other side. We're up to the first leg of the quaddy for our preview of uh, Stall Cup Day. Trav Noonan's joining me to uh, take you through this card. Race number 6 on the program is the uh, second division of the Benchmark 64 over 2,700 metres. Scratchings here are three and five. Festivus is the favourite at 360. Balak's won 550 with Vanguard. Permutation 550. The Ratlin Bog at 750. Handshake at 99A for Hayer. $13 chance, Trav. Yeah, I was with Festivus on top here, Brennan. I thought he's racing really well since they've extended him out in trip. Thought his effort at Bendigo to run second behind Country's Light two starts ago up on top of the pace was very good when he was sort of a big gap between runs. He then went to Albury. I thought he toughed it out nicely against a tough older horse in perfect illusion there in the Adrian, Adrian Ledger Memorial. I think getting up to 2,700 metres and being able to control this race, I think, will be a tick for him. And uh, around Stall, I think this circuit might really suit him, the sixth Festivus. Ten permutation, absolutely flying. Um, can't knock his sort of recent racing. He's been at this sort of distance range. His last two broke his maiden and then chased home Mr. Mischief, who would have been a good chance in this race. Uh, Yendel in the saddle, big te- uh, big tick. Uh, he's certainly one of the key chances. His stablemate nine handshake for Ryan Houston, I think, is another one who's certainly in the game. Uh, decent run last time at 2,200 metres behind Equine Philosopher. Has gone to the jumps trial since then and actually beat uh, horses in that jumps trial around second in yesterday's Sydney Cup in True Marvel. So the form's pretty strong there, Brendan. Um, and then four, the Ratlin Bog goes in for fourth for mine, Aaron Purcell and Linda Meacher. Sort of big break between runs. Hasn't ran since the Jericho Cup, but uh, he ran well in the Jericho and on the road to the Jericho uh, was racing in really good form. Uh, I'll back in that uh, Aaron Purcell has him fit to run well. and Also worth sort of shouting out San Remo. Goes around for his uh, fourth run on Stall Cup Day, and he's won on Stall Cup Day twice in the past. So uh, he's absolutely flying at the minute over the jumps. Maybe he can run some cheeky race as well. 6, 10, 9, and 4. 6, 10, 9, and 4 from Trav. I'm 1, 6, 2, and 8. I'm going to go with Balak's one. I'm a big fan of this guy. I thought he's run first up in Australia in a benchmark 70 back on August of last year. Was very good behind St Eustace. Went to Ballarat. Won the JJ Houlihan. Beat Stern Idol on really heavy ground. Subsequent to that, gave the indications he was ready to go again at Flemington in the race won by White Marlin there on uh, Melbourne Cup Day. But I think they just might have got the tactics wrong there with him. He's definitely got the class to win this. He was placed uh, in a hurdle at Cheltenham back in 2022 over the uh, the festival there. I think uh, if he's going to be a player in uh, some of the uh, the major hurdle races, particularly the likes of a Gallywood, I think he needs to uh, well, he'd want to be running really, really strongly here considering what we've seen from the likes of Saunder Boy on the flat so far. Six Festivus going in for second. will roll up on the speed. He's been placed at his last two needs to stretch it to 2,700 metres here. Two wide name for Hay, I think, can turn it around quickly. He uh, had a prep through the summer months on the back of a, a long layoff. He was able to win at Bendigo over 2,200 metres uh, there on the uh, 11th of December. Uh, 2,000 too short from there at Mount Gambier. He gets through wet ground. Don't be surprised to see him turn it around uh, and be in the money here. And then number eight, Van Garb. 
Ran well first up in a high weight fresh last preparation on his way through to winning the Briley and starting favourite in the Grand Annual. He fell on the slipped on the flat there at Toes the first time round in the Grand Annual and didn't play uh, much part, but he's been given time uh, to uh, get over some little ailments. And I think if uh, he's uh, ready to go and on track to be in the jumping features at the Bull, he'll be running well here as well, having a good blowout. One, six, two, and eight. My numbers in the second of the 2700 metre races at stall today and the first thing of the quaddy. Race number seven is a benchmark 64. 1300 metres is the trip for this one. Scratchings three, four, five, seven, ten, and eleven. Stretto is a favourite, two, ten. Power of Song, four dollars. Pythagoras, five. The Mighty Ganges at five. And Battle Cruiser, eleven dollars, Trav. Yeah, happy to side here with the, the mighty Ganges. Um, this is a horse who's been he's been specced uh, early today in the market, and uh, he's got good form on wet ground. He can mix his form, but uh, you go through his best form sort of out of his last five runs. He finished second at the Warnable Carnival at thirteen hundred metres to launch pad, and then you go back uh, sort of in December last year. He ran third behind Squamy and fixated in a pretty strong benchmark fifty eight. Recent jump out I thought was very good at Hamilton. He was beaten there by Onology, who's a quite handy horse. So um, comes to the races here, I think, ready to fire with Alana Kelly in the saddle, and he does get through the wet. So in a, a race that's kind of hard to work out, I was happy to be with him on top here, the eight mighty Ganges. Uh, two strettos, short enough at $2 for a horse who really probably needs to put a real run together. Um, he's been okay in both runs back this preparation at Mooney Valley and Soundown. Um, Soundown last time really didn't work out for him at all where he got sort of back in the field and was uh, just didn't really finish off. He's obviously much fitter now. They've gone the blinkers on, but um, I just wonder whether his best is a bit behind him. He's, he's certainly too short for me to be wanting to back, but uh, if he did find his best, he would he would comfortably win this race. Um, he's a hard horse to sort of assess here, I thought. Nine Power Song goes in for third for mine. Yendall, uh, Simon Wilde, decent run last time at Ballarat, gets the soft run here. Certainly one of the key chances. And one battle cruiser would have been set for this. Uh, Dane Smith training at stall, and he was okay first up. So eight, two, nine, and one. 829 and 1 for Trav, 829 and 6 for mine. I agree with the mighty Ganges. He doesn't win out of turn, but uh, he gets through the wet, and I think that's a big bonus for him today. Really like the jump out recently uh, there at Hamilton. Trav's outlined his form in his last preparation. Stretto in for uh, second. He was disappointing for mine. Second up, generally a horse that fires. Second up, uh, he was um, yeah, disappointing there at Sandown when I was with him. Stays at 1300. He's placed in both runs on heavy ground. Round nine, Power of Song goes in for third. Wide draw is not going to be too much of an issue uh, at this point of the day. The Cyrenor form is looking okay. And then six, Pythagoras, long time since he was able to win. Hasn't won in Australia. In fact, just maybe some wet ground might spark him up today. Eight, two, nine and six in race number seven. Feature event on the program is the Stall Gold Cup, the Stuart McGregor Stall Gold Cup, 1,850 metres, the distance for this feature event. Scratchings here are 4, 6, 7, 9, 10, 13 and 14. Deep Strike is the favourite at 3.30. Worthily, 3.40. Hudboshi, 4. Hard Question, 7.50. Farouk, Adel Gladiator, 13 and Brawl, $23, Trav. Yeah, look, this is a good race for Han Boshi. Um, I thought she was really good first up in the 
uh, Bairnsdale Cup, where that was, the race was dominated by those up on top of the speed. She sat midfield, ran home in the quickest last 200 metres of the race, and gets up to 2,000 metres now, which is historically probably her best trip. Um, yeah, I think this is a, a really good race for her. She's got a, a great association with Dan Stackhouse and does appreciate wet ground. So um, you go back last preparation, she was the winner of the Ararat Cup, now trying to win the Stall Cup. So I think she's a great chance, the two Humboshi. Uh, eight Worthily goes in for second for mine. He can be a little bit hit and miss, but he comes out of a very strong race there at Flemington last time behind Muhammad and Kettle Hill. Nose roll goes on, gap between runs up to the 2,000 metres probably a tick for him he brings his best form they're going to certainly sit, um, sort of feel his presence because he, he has got some really strong form on metro saturdays in sydney uh, then you go to the three deep strike for me in for third this horse was okay first up at mooney valley but was there for sort of a cleanup run in the mugger too you go back through his best form and he's a winner on a saturday at hawkesbury sort of this time last year so certainly got the class and gets the right sort of run here for dean yendall and then I thought the, the knockout chance in the cup for me is Steve Pateman's El Gladiador. Uh, this is a horse who does handle the wet. You go back through his form, and it's pretty good. Uh, this time last, um, sort of a... Sorry, back in the back end of the spring, he ran second in the Eclipse Stakes behind Milford. Um, had some really strong runs there. Fourth in the John, Le uh, John Letts Cup at listed level. Um, he was okay first up, and he's the likely leader here and could give a cheeky sight. 2835 for me in the cup. 2835 from Trav, 238 and 12 for mine. I agree, Humboshi is the one who here. Thought it was an excellent return at Bansdale. Uh, has a good record at this trip. Most recent run at 2,000 metres. She won the Ararat Cup prior to that, a Mooney Valley winner. Last run on a heavy track was in the Pinker Pinker at Cranbourne. The uh, $100,000 race there the Friday, on the Friday night card uh, before the Cup, and that was behind the Amazonian. Uh, so were her 2,000 metres form is really strong and she does get three wet ground in for second number three deep strike he'll be better for the run there at Mooney Valley in the one race by the one the race won by Mudamek he's a winner on heavy ground eight wordily has had time between runs as Trav's touched on he brings some nice form from Sydney and hard questions goes in for third heavy track winner at a 58 fresh up went to Bendigo and uh, won again was a good closing effort there and then not everything panned out in his favour when sent out favourite at Yarra Valley there on Cup Day he could improve, dropping significantly in weight and on his home track. 2, 3, 8 and 12 in race number 8. Final event on the program from stall today is a 64 over 1,600 metres. Scratchings here from the last of 1, 5, 6 and 7. The uh, tab fixed odds market has Literati who resumes off a long break, the favourite here at 360. Vivacious Award 420, Thunder and Lightning 480, God Lo Gold Logie 550, Winsome Voyage 6, Who's Your Dealer $6.50 Trav. Yeah, look, this is a really good race for Literati here first up. Uh, Simon Wilde's so good at getting them fit to go. I'm not too worried that he's had that long break. He comes here with the back of three jump outs. He's won two of them. First of which at Colac, he looked really good at 800 metres. Went to a 1,000-metre jump out at Camperdown, was ridden a bit quieter, and then his most recent uh, hit out at Hamilton over 1,400 metres. He was quite strong there, so... Um, Winkers go on, Linda Meach, uh, one of the best riders of stall. It's a good run here from Barrier 6, and he's very good wet tracker. So I think this is a bit of a targeted race for him here fresh, and then on to the Warnable Carnival. So three Little Rati on top for me. Nine Vivacious Award 
clearly the danger. Uh, Ryan Houston in the saddle for Paul Pruska gets right down in the weights now with 54 and a half on her back. Um, she has performed well on wet ground in the past. She's a winner on a heavy track. I thought her last start effort at Geelong was really good behind Kapalua Sunset. Morissette was in third. That's a pretty strong 0-64. to 64. Only has to hold that form to be very competitive here. Two winsome voyage. Uh, goes forward here for Cody Jordan. Blinkers on. He's a good wet tracker. I think he'll run a cheeky race for you up on top of the speed. And then went with the 11 Zephyr Tino. Um, he can be a little bit hit and miss, but his best form, I think, would measure up here. Uh, Dean Yendel in the saddle. Uh, he's a little bit progressive as well. He's only had four starts. So 3, 9, 2, and 11 for me in the last. 3, 9, 2, 11 from uh, Trav. 2, 3, 4, 9 for mine. Going to go with uh, Winsome Voyage. Code for Clay, co- the claim for Cody Jordan is a bonus. Comes back in trip second up. Winner gets through heavy ground. Uh, there was good support there through the early market for Winsome Voyage to beat number three, Literati. First up from a long spell. Loves it. Wet. Just a question of uh, is uh, he ready first up off such a long spell? For Hoosier Dealer. Gets through wet ground really well. Has a low draw was a winner on the Chuka Cup day when the ground was really wet and then nine vivacious award big drop in weight here is a heavy track winner also two three four and nine in the last Trav your best value quality and play of the day please for stall cup day yeah best for mine comes up in the sprint uh, race four number seven Zion I think he's extremely hard to beat next best race eight number two in the cup Hanboshi I think she's a great chance in this year's cup. The value race seven, number eight, Mighty Ganges for me. Um, sort of was $6.50 shopped. I think that's been taken, but he, I think on still a reasonable play in a, an open race there. Race seven, number eight, uh, Mighty Ganges. Quaddy, four, six, nine, ten in the first leg, two, eight, nine, second leg, two, three, eight, third leg, and come home at two, three, nine. Play of the day for mine, just malting up the best bets, uh, best bet and next best. That's uh, race four, number one, Zion, into race eight, number two, Hanboshi. It's around $7.20, so that's the play of the day for me. Best of luck today, Trav. Thanks, Brennan. Trav Noon and there. My best race three, number three, Vambra Castle. Value, not as much value as uh, we might have hoped in race seven. Race seven, number eight, the mighty Ganges. Uh, for the quarter, first leg, one, six, two, and a. Second leg, two, uh, uh, eight, two, nine, and six. Third leg, two, three, and eight. And we'll bring it home with two, three, four, and nine. Play of the day, race three, number three, Vambra Castle, all up the win. Race seven, number eight, Mighty Ganges. That's our look at uh, Stall Cup Day.